Hey, this is Courtney James Clark from Jurassic World, and you're listening to Atomic Geekdom. Welcome to another episode of the Atomic Geekdom Podcast. My name is Dave. Joining me tonight is the Jet Setter JD. Hey, what's up? And Tomas. Hola. <laughs> si, si senor. Uh, yeah, I say Jet Setter because JD's just literally getting home from a, a nice little road trip. Yeah, my family took like a 10-day vacation across the East Coast, and I got home about in half an hour ago, so... <laughs> That yes. right there is called dedication. That is after eighteen hours in the car over Ooh. two days. Wow, it's great. I can't Fuck. go like five hours without getting out and making grass angels. It's I can't oh. be in the car that long. Seriously though, like the last hour, I was just like fidgeting. Like I just had like M and M's in my hand. I was like, "This is killing my diet. I'm just want to do something." <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's usually that last home stretch. I always know when I'm driving through Chicago to get home from a long road trip, it's like, it never ends. Yeah, seriously. It's a never-ending road. Yeah. Awful. Uh, yes, and tonight, we're not going to talk about awfulness anymore. We're going to talk about nostalgia and nostalgic-type feelings and, and what invokes those in each of us. Uh, this is inspired by an article that Jason is writing about nostalgia and such, and you can look for that on the website very soon, atomicgeekdom.com. You can check it out. And uh, But we'll start the topic with this podcast episode and see where it goes. I think it could be fun to talk about, a little, little reminiscing, a little taking us back to our childhoods. And for, for Tom, that's going to be a long, 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 yeah. long stretch. Wow. Seriously, I'm like the baby. My nostalgia happened like three weeks ago. <laughs> I thought we just had your nostalgia about this trip. Right. That was it. We did. I know, right? <laughs> the end. All right, JD's done. Uh, all right. <laughs> this will be a quick episode. Everyone carry on. <laughs> uh, where do you guys want to start? Uh, I think, well, let's start books because books will probably be pretty quick and we'll include comics in there as well. Um, oh, God. Gonna what what books take you back to your your childhood? And I'll I'll start since I'm kicking things off here, and I chose books to start with. Uh, for me, what I own this book, you know, I never read it anymore because I'm just too old for it. But I I still own it, and it's the Indian in the cupboard. And yes, I love that book. I love the second book, and the movie was even good. I remember the movie back in the day. I, I love that book, and just looking at the cover takes me back to the days of when I read it all the time. And I remember that summer when I read it, all I did was read books outside. I went to the library like every day. I don't know what it was. I was just a big reader that summer. Maybe all my friends were on vacation and I wasn't. But I just remember reading under a tree books all day. And it started with Indian in the Cupboard. And I loved it. And uh, I read a lot of Goosebumps books in grade school and middle school. R.L. Stein. Always, yes, always fun. Goosebumps killed me. I'm gonna They're horrifying. <laughs> I you the the little 
I can't remember the name of the book. I think it was Night of something, Night of the Living Dummy or, or something. And it was the, the ventriloquist doll. I think, yeah. my, I think one of my kids has that one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I geeked out. I literally geeked out when I saw that in the new Goosebumps trailer. Like he's in there he's driving a car. It's awesome. And I'm going to totally take Jason's kids to go see that, or at least one of them to go see it. He was pretty psyched. They're going to be terrified. It looked well, good. Films are horrifying. Didn't I haven't do seen a, the trailer didn't yet. Didn't they so. do a ser- the series on one of the channels? Goosebumps it was a TV series. show, yeah, on like yeah. UPN yeah, back in the day. Uh, they did a live action, like like a Are You Afraid of the Dark type show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, there's one right there. Are You Afraid of the Dark is also nostalgic. Oh, that's TV. That's, that's TV. one of my favorites. We'll come back that to it. And, okay. Yeah, because we're, we're, we're jumping around in books. Uh, and then when I got older, uh, you know, not too old, like middle school, Jurassic Park is another one that was like the jump to real books, like big kid books, I guess you could call them, adult books. I read that, and then I read everything Michael Crichton ever wrote. Uh, I just just had to had to ingest it all. And, you know, seeing the movie, watching or reading the book again always takes me back to the first time I read it and that cool feeling of discovery, I guess, and just... The, the, the mind-blowing of this is an amazing way to tell a story. And, uh, yeah, so those are my those are my books just off the top of my head. Uh, we'll go to JD. Uh, so since I am, like, 21, my nostalgia is, like, really, really young right now. So I think the first thing I remember is, like, the Magic Treehouse book series. If either of you know what that is at all. No idea. I do not. It's, like, these kids that have, like, a treehouse that can, like, transport them to, like, different time periods. Like, they can go, like, back to, like, medieval times or stuff like that. And there's, like, a hundred of them. There's so many. Sounds like uh, Magic School Bus a little bit. Kind of. Kind of like that. Kind of. They're super similar. Okay. Except for that, like, it's, like, this brother and sister, and they're like, oh, my God, let's get into the Magic Treehouse and go to the dinosaurs. (laughs) Or let's go to the moon. Or let's go to the Old West. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, a bunch of cool stuff. And it's, like, the thing that, like, it's, like, what got my sci-fi, like, imagination going. Because I thought time travel was so cool. And I was like, oh, this is awesome. So amazing. Uh, What's the, the next one? If you guys have ever heard of Pendragon before? I have. Probably not. Yes, that was, like, my favorite book series as a kid. It, I'm still, I'm still bitter. No one's made them into movies yet. It'll happen eventually. It'll always happen. Uh, oh, like, I should. There's like ten of them, aren't there? Uh, oh, I don't know. I've never read them. I just, I've heard of it. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, one I forgot. I should re- mention is Chronicles of Narnia, the, that series too, and Phantom yes. Phantom Tollbooth. Uh, also amazing. Sorry, I didn't mean to impinge on your. No, no impinging. I honestly, <laughs> like, i trying to think so hard back about books, and I just can't, I guess. Okay, that's fine. Um, yeah, I'm tapped out then. I'm a, I have a feeling Tom's going to go comic books. No, not really. Oh, okay. Uh, one of my earliest favorite shows was, and I, I distinctly remember watching the miniseries, was when V was on. Oh, we're doing books first. I know, but oh, okay. after, cool. after watching it, I found the books. Oh, okay. And I read, and it was a, it was like a, a pretty deep series. I mean, it was V V the Final Battle, East was Coast it, Conflict. I mean, there were was those, a bunch of different books. Was that like a spinoff of the show, or it came before the show? Well, the books actually tied in. Yeah, were based off of the show. Okay, but they were the books were before the show. 
Like, did, like that, was, that was like the first books that I ever bought to read. Because I, I mean, back then I was like, I don't, I don't, I don't care. I didn't want to read, but it, sure. it just interests me so much that loving the show and. I was so engrossed. I was like you. I'd sit under the tree and just read. And it was like my parents thought something was wrong with me at that time. But I'm <laughs> like, no, I'm just so interested in this. And I had to get the first series, then the next series, then the next series. And it was just something that I always remember. And then when they brought back V, the TV show, I'm like, holy crap. I, I remember oh, this. Yeah. I love this. And then they would show – I mean we'll talk about shows later. But I remember when they, they showed up, they'll do like sci-fi marathons. I made my son sit and watch it. And he's like, this is so cheesy. It's awesome. <laughs> and I was like, oh, if I had the books, I'd let you read them. And then after that, I, I really, I kind of got into a little bit more Stephen King stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, you. I'm, well, and Stephen King stuff, The Stand is my favorite book of all time. And I think I, at one point I was reading it once a year. Nice. I mean, it just, I just love it. That's my next, because I've never finished it. And you know, I've, I've watched the miniseries, and I love that miniseries. And, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so Stand it's is really good. It's next on my to tackle list. Of- but I gotta give I gotta give you a high five on the, the Jurassic Park because for me it's nostalgic because I read that book at basic training when I was in the okay, Army. and it I had already seen the movie and I bought the book and I was like, oh my god, this book is so much better than the movie. <laughs> but the movie but was the, still the good. It was great. Yeah, the <laughs> movie was great, but the book was so much better. And I'm like you, it. It grabbed me to Michael Crichton, and I have read a lot of Michael Crichton stuff after yeah. that. Yeah, I mean, it, some of his stuff is hard to read because it's all science, and it's yeah. Uh, I mean, more so than The Martian, even. Yeah. Um, but once you get past all that, and you get to the the way he tells action and suspense, there's and, one. There's one book he does about nanotech. It's like half the movie yeah. half the book you, you don't understand, but you're you're still gonna keep reading. That's the first <laughs> book I ever listened to on audio. And really, yeah, back in the introduction of iTunes, uh, that's how old I am. <laughs> but for me, that that takes me back to basic training, and that wasn't not like in the middle of basic training, so people don't think you can read then. But right. you're in the you're in the reception battalion, and you got time to just read a book. That's what I did. Okay, and that to me, that just it takes me back to right there. It's funny. I can go right with that book, and with so many of these things we're going to talk about. Thinking about the Jurassic Park book. The feel of the cover, because it was a 3D cover, mm-hmm. like it had little bumps over the mm-hmm. skeleton. And I've talked about this before in my review for Jurassic World and when we did remakes or uh, movies into or books into movies. Uh, I remember exactly where I was when I read it. I was on a car road trip down to Great America in, in uh, Illinois. I finished that whole book in a weekend because the movie was about to come out. Like I, It's the fastest I've ever read a book, and it was my first real novel that I've ever read. And so I was pretty impressed with my own self. And my mom read a lot too. Like she always read like the, the, the not the romance, but like the, like the woman detective books, or I can't remember the name of the author at this point. Uh, I bet you Tom knows it. Uh, my wife, my wife would know. Cause my wife, read, yeah. that's what she left tonight to go buy a book. Cause I said, what are you doing? She said, I don't have anything to read. So she, and she's been gone for like two hours. So I know she's probably <laughs> tell her to buy the new sequel to To Kill a Mockingbird, which my sister has been reading. Oh, she, I forgot about probably, that. She's probably. Yes. That. I mean, she she reads. She could go through a stack of books within like three days. Wow, that's crazy. I can't like I I want to read Armada, but I'm only like a chapter in, and I can't I can't it, just sit down and read anymore. How if is I find, it? I've if heard I there find were... a, if I find Sorry. something that grabs, if I find something that grabs my attention, I can cut through it. Sure, like the Game of Thrones books. 
up until they're tough. Up until Dance with Dragons, they all, I mean, I I ripped through them. Dance with Dragons has got me kind of lagging. I don't know why. But <laughs> which, which book is that? Because I'm stuck on the second uh, one. I think that's the, fifth. the newest one, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. That's the fifth. The second one has got me stuck right now. Just because I know what happens, it's hard. Um, well, that's that's the show kind of ruins it for people. Yeah. Because I had, I had already read uh, probably the first three, maybe the fourth, before the show came out. Sure. But... They, um, I mean, Danielle Steele. Rachel, she, I'm sorry. Uh, that's... She, she cut me into this and I, I, I ripped through them. It was like, man, I, nice. I'm tur- I was turning the TV off to read. And then, Come on. <laughs> what? <laughs> My wife was like, are you what, okay? What I'm like, yeah, right. Right. Wrestling's on, you know, wrestling's on, right? Forget that. I, no. Jericho can wait. Oh, stop. Never, never use those words in Jericho in the same sentence. Why <laughs> 2 J so man? Good. Yeah. Oh, he's, I, I don't think that's where JD's going with it, but I can give JD a high five because, yes, I'm a big fan. Okay. But, yeah, I forgot to mention the series of unfortunate events. That was a big part of my childhood. My son read that. It was, one of the, I think, one of the first series he read, and he could not put it down. It's so messed up. Like, looking back, why? <laughs> like, it's just, it's crazy. It's good. Apparently, the Netflix series is coming along yeah, quite I, I well. Read some, I read something about it, and they're saying it's getting uh, a, a lot of people are excited about it. I'm sorry, I missed the yeah. title. What was? What are you talking about? The series of series of, of, series of Oh Netflix. yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Danny, it's Danny so read great. that. I remember he was reading that. Um, he owned those books. Way like back. The the story of how I got into it. My grandma thought it was Harry Potter. <laughs> she bought me the first one, and I was like, Grandma, no. <laughs> and I like started reading. I was like, wow, this is actually like super good. Like this is really, really messed up, but I love it. So another yeah. series, another series that I really just uh, owns for me. And I can't wait for somebody to find it, pick it up and make it a movie is the R.A. Salvatore, the, the Dark Elf trilogy. And anything involving the Dark Elf. I don't know if either of you know what I'm talking about. I'm sorry, I do not. I have but- no idea. For me, I mean, I used to play some D&D back in the day. We would all get together, and it was just a big party. But oh, R.A. Salvatore is such a uh, – oh, he's, he's a wordsmith that grabs you and you can't let go. It creates such characters that you want to see what they're going to do next. That's a D&D series? or It's a Forgotten Realms series. Okay. Which I have is, no yeah, idea what that is. Me neither. I feel like I should. I know what D&D is. Oh yeah. yeah, I know what D and D obviously. It's it's basically the same premise, but different he, at the he, same time. Well, not really, but <laughs> it's D and D based for anybody, any gamers out there. And I know there's plenty of people sitting there. And when you listen to this, you're gonna go, "Oh my god, he's so right!" Because isn't like there's a movie series out there that's kind of like based on D and D, isn't there? It's like, like almost a, straight to DVD stuff. Like I think Marla yeah, Wayans was in one. Terrible. Well, it's a Dungeons and Dragons series that is just so poor. I'm sorry for the people that like it. So poorly made. <laughs> I don't think anybody likes it. Like Marlon Wayans, I think was in it. Yeah, he was in the the original. Oh dear God. Yeah, I think that was the only one that actually went to the theater. Um, but there's, there's oh, been I like actually remember seeing that. I'm trying there's to look like it up. Three or four that went direct to DVD or something like that. Looking it up. Dungeons and Oh, man, there's so many good actors in this movie. But it was so bad. Yeah, there it is. Marlon Wayans. And Jeremy Irons. 
I, yeah, I remember the trailers and stuff back in 2000. And I remember not having, like, I had respect for D&D. I've never played it. But, you know, I've always thought it's a cool idea. And I was already into my geeky, nerdy stuff at that point. And adding to this would have probably just totally killed my social life. Uh, not that I had much one to begin with, but... <laughs> Uh, I'm just just hoping someone out there will finally pick up this R.A. Salvatore series and roll with it because it would make so much money. There's so many people out there that are big fans. A lot of people I run into, there's there's a couple people at work. You don't think they're geeks, but you talk about books, they're like, oh, I know exactly what you're talking about. Well, we talk about it, I mean, obviously all the time, people that don't think they're geeks, but they're really sports geeks because they know every statistic or whatever it is. Right. You're totally a geek in... Uh, but Tom, we're going to have to talk D and D one time and try to figure, I don't know. There's a person on Twitter. I talked to that plays D and D. So maybe we can get her on and talk to, I haven't played in a long time, but maybe we can figure out a couple years for me. I know. Oh, I didn't know JD did too. Cool. Oh dude. I love it. It's so good. Um, maybe we can figure out, I know there's a podcast where they do, they record their D and D. Maybe we can do that one time, one night or something. Sounds Um, like. Sounds like a good time. Ooh, I think it would be fun doing a D&D one. Because we can do D&D. You do D&D over Skype, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, no. No, yeah, you, you could. As long as somebody, could. you have the you have the Dungeon Master running things. Yeah, I mean, okay. it I could mean, be You done. could probably video Skype. That would yeah, probably we would, make it a little I mean, easier, too. We'd test it out. We'd do a, a dry run, just uh, maybe so you guys can show me the that ropes. That would be fun. Yeah, we'll figure that out. There's a little... You've little played? I have never played D&D. Oh. God, it's so good. I see. I need to. I need to add that to my geek resume for sure. I'm running this website and uh, I'm I'm missing points here. <laughs> uh, and I'm excited. I really want to play it. I just never had any friends that I knew that played it. Um, but yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. You there, you, there you go, everybody. You were just a part of some episode brainstorming. Yeah, um, that's exactly what I want. <laughs> geek talk. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, we didn't talk about it, but we'll include books or comic books in here too. So for me, there is the Jim Lee drawn run of X-Men. It was X-Men one. It started with where it had like four different covers that I can remember collecting and having all the covers, which I recently just repurchased and makes me so warm and fuzzy inside that I have them again. And it just, that was like my my real, real, real deep introduction into comics where I didn't just have it because the pictures were cool. I was reading them and enjoying it very much. So that's that's my that's my and and, and there's covers I remember in my head that I don't own anymore from my dad's long box that he had in his closet. And I used to sneak in the bedroom and just filter through uh, like that. Oh, at the time, I think is going to, re- re- you know, feel this, but like the old like Silver Age comics where it was you know paper and like the court the the spine was a little curved because it's mm-hmm. been in a, a long box forever and the pages are a little yellowed and it had a distinct smell to it and oh yeah uh like you know like going into a library or something the, the mm-hmm. library old books have a have a smell and uh i i just distinctly remember all of that so that's that's my comic book nostalgia uh i don't know if jd is gonna have any will you uh no, comic book is nostalgia is probably my lowest nostalgia. Sure, to be honest, that's fine. So. Uh, what do you got, Tom? Anything? Uh, I I kind of just remember when I got into it. I mean, I think it was when it wasn't until I got in the army where you know you got guys, your neighbors and stuff, what they're into, and a guy was just he had comics sitting on his uh, coffee table, and I'm just reading through, and I think that's where I really got kind of grabbed into it. 
where it was like the Green Lantern series where Hal Jordan kind of rebelled and became Parallax and all that. that was, that's kind of what drug me in, and I did a lot of you know research behind it, which led to Zero Hour, which that really just I think sucked me in. And after that was Age of Apocalypse. I was done. I was I was wrapped. <laughs> I mean, I, I that's Age of Apocalypse. I I, is, oh, that's a, that's another good one. I think I went to my local comic store and bought a box. That was the first time I had ever done it. Like so a long box like, or a box uh, of box, comics? The, no, the long box where they're going to put your prints in once a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I I had to get a ride to do it. I didn't even have a car. I'm like, hey, man, can you ride me to the comic store real quick? I got to you know, my box <laughs> there. They're like, what, what box? I was like, just give me a ride. Yeah, we used to walk. I remember walking every Saturday to the mall near my house because there was one comic book shop in town. And I had to get every Age of Apocalypse book I could find. And I had them all at one point, and I'm trying to rebuild that collection too. But that was, yes, I very much remember when that run came out, and it was so, so good. And everybody thinks that this new movie is going to be Age of Apocalypse, and it's not. It's not. I do it's have one. just I, this, Apocalypse. This, there's, there is a book that I read that's kind of a combination. I could put in a nostalgia with book, comic, and movie real quick. When I read Life and Death of Superman, that really sucked me into a lot of stuff, too. Because as I look back, I remember that thinking, oh, man, this is great. Makes such a great movie. Yeah. And now we're starting to see all of that. So, yeah. yeah. Um, well, since we've been talking about books and there, I talked a little bit about audiobooks earlier before, I'm willing to bet JD knows where you can find the finest of audiobooks. Hey, Tom. Do you happen to love listening to books a as lot? A matter, as a matter of fact, I do. Is it usually out of your price range? Because, dang, those books can get expensive. Indeed. <laughs> it's really working yeah. with you. <laughs> so if you guys want to go to audibletrial.com slash atomicgeekdom, you guys can sign up for a 30-day free trial for Audible Books, and you get a free Audible trial download, which is really awesome. Because you can listen to the new Armada book that just came out, or if you like books like young adult books, like Catching Fire, Mockingjay, all that stuff, perhaps you want to read The Martian, which we actually have an interview with Andy Weir, you can do stuff like that too. So there's a little bit for everyone. What was and that website? Once again. Oh, sorry. Dave, I was I'm sorry. To it. I'm no, so sorry. You're good. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom. And if you guys sign up for it, it helps us continue to do these podcasts and bring you stuff that you enjoy, and it really helps out the show. So please and thank you. You guys rock. Yes, we don't do a lot of commercials. This is it, and it doesn't take long, so help us out. And I don't think it's on there anymore, but you could look for Michael Crichton's Prey is the, the, the nanotech book that, uh, that Tom was talking I couldn't think of. The, I couldn't think of the name of it. P-R-E-Y, Prey. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if it's on there or not. I was just searching for it. And there's like a million books called Prey. There it is. Found it. And uh, yeah, you can get that one for free. Like like uh, JD was saying so eloquently before I interrupted him. That, uh, <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't mean anything. Uh, yeah, I love it. Yeah, when in Rome. When in Rome. Yeah, well, why not? <laughs> if the shoe fits. There's a bunch of euphemisms. Yeah. <laughs> one uh, of them works. Safe as houses. I don't, know, I don't know what to do with my hands right now. I, I <laughs> oh, I want. You can't have your cake and eat it too. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> but you okay. can with audibletrial.com slash atomic geekdom. Yeah. You're right, you can. 
Um, all right, let's talk uh, video games since uh, JD, I think, will be able to chime in more. I don't know about Tom, and I can too. Um, I'm old school. I like. I'm, there I'm, we go. I mean, oh, and I wanted to say about Armada. You asked me if it was any good. Um, I am a bo- a chapter in, and it feels so much like his first book. Okay, is it like? bad it feels so much like it or no like, no oh, i oh, they're similar it's great it's similar because it's you know he's talking a lot about what we're talking about tonight nostalgic stuff like because the kid's dad was a big uh gamer and he had found all his dad's video games systems and games emulators on a pc so it, that part felt very much like the kid in ready player one going and finding all the games that the dude played uh, so it felt a little bit like that, but again, I'm only a chapter in and it just, it literally jumps right in. Cause it's a, it's a story about UFOs and spaceships and it, you're right in it. He's already seeing a spaceship outside his classroom in the, in the beginning, in the first sentence. So it just jumps right in, but he thinks he's crazy. Uh, uh, so I'm intrigued. I'm definitely interested. I don't know. I haven't read any reviews about it yet that I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to be full bore into it as soon as I get some time to sit down and really, really read uh, so I'll let you know. And I'm actually, yeah, I, I was go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just because I I read a couple of reviews and like either everyone really liked it or they're like, yeah, this is so much like Ready Player One that it's kind of mm. reading the same book over again. So, uh, speaking of Armada, I think Andy Weir wrote. We, he told us in the interview about it. He wrote uh, a little little thing for the book jacket for Armada. Did he? Oh, he, nice. He was a, you know, he's a big fan of Ready Player One, and he got a, the advanced copy he was talking about of Armada, and then he got to write a little, you know, the, the book cover review. Uh, all right, so back to back oh, real to quick, real quick. I saw a, a movie movie trailer recently. It's a movie called Everest. I don't know if you've oh, seen it. Oh, I've seen it a million times. Yeah, <laughs> looks looks amazing. I read a book. My wife actually read it, and she recommended it to me. It's a book called Into Thin Air. It's so. I, they made a they made a little made for TV movie about it, but this movie looks so much like that book. I don't know if it is. I haven't seen if it's tied to it or not. But it seeing the preview What's got the me title so excited. Again? It's called Into Thin Air. The movie is called Everest. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's the one. That's the one where they get stuck on Mount Everest, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's like, the yeah, true story of yeah, it's sort of the ninety six uh, Mount Everest disaster. Yeah. Yeah. But um, if you if you can go read that book, it's amazing. It was one of those that I couldn't put it down. Once she recommended it to me, I was done. Into and now thin seeing air. that now seeing that it's gonna be a movie. Oh. oh. And Jake Gyll- Jake Gyllenhaal's in it, and he's not even a main character. Jake Gyllenhaal is in are you sure? Yeah. Ooh, Jake Gyllenhaal. See, I just I I look so Oh good. yeah, you're like, right. Holy looks... cow. I didn't even notice him in the trailer. Yeah. He's like running around naked in the camp at one point. Because I know you see you see Jason Clark, who was uh, mm-hmm. recently in Terminator. Uh, you see Josh Brolin and John Hawks. I didn't know oh, Sam Worthington and uh, Robin White, Wright and Kira Knightley uh, are the ones I remember. I don't remember seeing. Oh, all right, cool. I have a feeling I'm going to like it. It looks like a movie that I can I can get it, with. If, if that's I mean, one, the, if the you book can... is great too. Go if it's if I'm right, it 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 seems so much like the book. I don't think this is based on. I don't know. I mean, I could very well be wrong. I have no idea. Uh, I don't see it anywhere in this, but it's also Wikipedia. So, uh, okay. 
All right, let's let's move on uh, to video games. And yes, old school for me, uh, Nintendo, like Duck Hunt. It was the was like one of my first. Uh, well, Atari was the first time I played video games, like the the tank <laughs> game and Space Invaders, <laughs> stuff like that. And then Nintendo for me, I really got into it. With, you know, Mario Brothers, and then Duck Hunt, and yes, the little laugh. I, that I assume that's what you were doing, the dog laugh. Oh yeah, yeah. The dog. I, I oh, hated God. the dog. Um, did you ever learn the trick of just standing on top of the TV and just pushing the trigger and you'll, you'll never miss? Dude, I was so good. I could shoot through my mirror. <laughs> um, I remember the track and field game that I never owned, but it, you know, you had the running mat and, uh, they tried to get you into shape instead of just sitting around <laughs> playing video games. Uh, I remember it happened. Yeah. I remember, uh, blowing into cartridges mm-hmm. to make them work. I remember having to put another game on top of a game to make sure it stayed down in, in Nintendo when it eventually the hinge broke. Uh, <laughs> nice. I, I remember blisters on my thumbs because the jagged, sharp edges of the, the, the directional pad on the Nintendo controller was so bad. Here's a quick question. Do you remember the Endless Life code on Contra? Uh, yeah, I have a t-shirt with that on it. Oh, no. <laughs> See, you can cheat. Well, I can. I used to know it by heart. Up, up, down, down, left, right, left, right, A, B, A, B. Start. Start. Yeah, see? Yeah. Uh, Mike Mike Tyson's punch out. Uh, Always fun. Always frustrating and had me throwing controllers across the room. Gotta love Super Super Macho Man was always my favorite guy. Super Macho Man, yeah. Uh, King Hippo. Uh, Yeah. Those are the games, uh, and, you know, you move along, and um, my favorite Zelda game is A Link to the Past. I played that so much. Uh, Final Fantasy VII, I played a lot. Um, never could finish it because the copy I rented, I always had a scratch on the second disc, so I could never finish the game, and it was so mm. frustrating. <laughs> and I'd always have to delete it off my memory because I needed more memory. To play like Madden and stuff. <laughs> so I always had to start all over when Final Fantasy and hope maybe they got a new disc and they never did. Stupid memory cards. Yeah. Uh, yes, memory cards. There we go. That's nostalgia there. Oh, God, memory cards. That's rough. You're terrible. Um, the Ninja Turtles game. I remember playing that. Mario Kart. Well, the, the memory cards, the thing was your parents never understood. They're like, why don't you just delete things? Oh, because you can't. Because I got to start all over. Because if I delete anything from, you know, Gear Solid, what was it, Solid mm. Gear Solid or whatever, then I got to throw my whole notebook away. Metal Gear away. Solid, yeah. Metal Gear Solid. I got to throw my whole notebook away that I've been taking notes on and start over. <laughs> notes. Uh, I remember Resident Evil 2 was my first experience into Resident Evil. And I remember Jason and I turning off the lights and playing this game with our t- I put the TV on a little cart and we put it in the closet so it was even darker. And oh dear God! The first time you're walking down a hallway and this like bat creature comes flying through the window, we both jumped and looked at each Dude. other and we're like, "This is the greatest game ever." At the time, I that was the scariest game that had ever been made because I I was in the army and a guy had it in his room and his he didn't have a big room but he had this big surround sound system and he, we're sitting there and he's playing it and I'm looking around like, "Holy crap! Something's about to jump on me." <laughs> It was so scary. I mean, I'm I'm not even playing. I'm watching him play. I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm gonna have to go. <laughs> uh, what about you, JD? Oh my god, I 
video games are where my nostalgia like hits hard. First one I remember is like me like my favorite nostalgia moment is me and my mom playing Mario Party. Nice. Like we would play for hours on end, and she would kick my ass. So she is good. Yeah. She would kick my butt so hard. (laughs) (laughs) I played Mario with my mom. That's that was like our bonding. She did that for me. I remember that. My mom, like my dad, didn't want me to have an N sixty four. But he went on like a trip somewhere, and she rented me one for a week so we could play Mario Party. There you go. And oh god, it was the best. I she remember renting a renting a Nintendo sixty four over Thanksgiving weekend because we couldn't afford it, so we had to rent it. And yep, same with me. Playing Mario sixty four for as long as I could. I don't need dinner. I'm playing this game. It's got to go back tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that Mario Party was when I started slipping into geekdom, <laughs> and then Halo was a big nostalgia factor for me because. Mm. Back when LAN was still a thing, people... LAN parties, yeah. Yeah, so much fun. Me and my friends would hook up with the... Would just connect three X or two Xboxes and just play it split screen. Nice. That was great. I was always invited to LAN parties, but I'm not the first person shooter kind of guy, so the LAN parties, I just came and hung out. Like, my my bass player at the time, who I worked with at Blockbuster Video, uh, (laughs) loved LAN parties. You had a source. Yeah, they're great. They're yeah. great. Yeah. So much better. Mm-hmm. So much better than online. Yeah. I, I would, it was a lot of fun, even though I never played. What else you got? Okay, I'm trying to think of... Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, one of my like first like forays into land parties were actually Zelda The Four Swords for GameCube. Do you guys remember that? How convoluted uh, that was? Unfortunately, my last Zelda experience was the Ocarina of Time. Oh. Okay, so for the GameCube, you needed four, like, Game Boy Advanced <laughs> to play it. Like, if those were your controllers? Your Game Boy, yeah, those were the controllers, and you had cords. This is on GameCube? Connected. Yes. It wow. It was insane. It was so ahead of its time. Like, you would connect a cord, like, you would use it as a controller, and, like, the overworld was on the TV, but then mm-hmm. when you'd go in dungeons, it would be on your little, like, Game Boy Advance screen, and it it was crazy. Like, the map like, would? It was a four-person core. Yeah, the, oh, no, okay. like, you would start playing on it. Oh. Like, it was completely stupid. Like, they totally <laughs> right. could have just put it on the TV. Yeah. But, like, we need to sell more stuff. Let's of course. Let's make it happen. Of course, yeah. So... That and then I'm trying to think. Yeah, I think that's about all. Okay, about the ones that everyone cares about. Tom, Tom can relate to this. I remember loving going to the arcade, oh. uh, which isn't really a thing anymore. I don't think kids do kids go to arcades anymore. Well, they have them in certain places, like we Dave and Buster's, called, and well, Dave and Buster's is amazing. They have like, I mean, I my son and I went uh, when we were going down to a. One of the major tournaments that we went to, we stopped at Dave and Buster's for lunch, and we got stuck there for three hours, mm-hmm. just because it's it's amazing. There's like, yeah. I mean, a Star Wars flight, a Star Wars flight simulator game. I mean, <laughs> where you're moving around like in it, in I'm the like, X wing, yeah. You can't find this anywhere. Right, right. And there's something about playing Guitar Hero at Dave and Buster's that makes it that much more better than it used I to think be. He, I think he did it, but I didn't because yeah. I, I suck at. I suck at. It. I love that game. Um, I might try the new ones or the new rock band. Uh, I just, you know, it prepared me for bar life because you, you know, I got next was you put quarters on the machine. 
Oh that, yeah. That means I got next. And like playing games like uh Street Fighter and then I gave Mortal Kombat so much money back in the day. Because uh, that was like that. Those are real people. Like those. It's, it's like you're acting in a movie, and then you're ripping their heads off. It was just you know the coolest thing ever when you were in, in a seventh grader or an eighth grader. When you mentioned track and field, I remember uh, this little candy shop down the street from my grandma's house. He had track and field, the arcade version, and you would leave there in muscle failure. Yeah, because you're just tapping well, these buttons, and at the time you're walking out, I can't even hold my arms up. I have to you assume know? that's like what the Dance Dance Revolution was for kids a little bit Had younger been, than us. Yeah. yeah, JD, were you a DDR guy? I was a DDR for like a month until Rock Band came out. There and you then go. I immediately switched. <laughs> rock Band was awesome. I loved Rock Band. Uh, so good. My eyes got like my eyes started oh. almost bleeding the first night I got it. I played it from like <laughs> nine in the morning to like midnight. All you and see, my eyes were so painful. Yeah, all you see are lines on your face, just scrolling up. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty much. Oh man, we used to just have parties, or we'd, we'd either play drinking Mario Party or drinking Rock Band, and just just have a blast. Like, well, Rock Rock Band and Guitar Hero is one of those games that just could go on forever because yeah. there's so many songs you could you'd never run out. Right, with the advent of downloadable content, you yeah. can just keep going. I remember I saved my hard drive on my Xbox 360 for a long time because I had so much downloaded on there. I'm like, I don't want to lose them, but then I realized, oh, they just follow the account. I can just download them again. <laughs> uh yeah all right all right anything else for games uh i mean i i remember going back I, I'm, I'm all the way back to the first nintendo i remember this is so nostalgic oh my god i remember i used to play a nintendo on a black and white tv <laughs> that i had in my room and i was playing hockey like and you couldn't even tell what players were who as mm. long as you had the fat guy and the skinny guy yeah, you were good. The skinny guy for face-offs and the fat guy for slap shots. I'll beat anybody. Mm-hmm. And I remember that. I mean, my mom ran a daycare, and some so of the technical. dads would come. They would come to pick up their kids, and there he's like, "Yeah, I'll play you this." Yeah, okay, get out of my room. I just whipped your. I just whipped you within like two seconds. And he <laughs> looks at me, he goes, "I didn't even see you pass the puck." Okay, get out. <laughs> but then, as the as, you know, gaming progressed, I had the Sega. I, I remember yeah. you, you said renting a, renting a uh, Nintendo 64. 64. Yep. I went home on leave one time, and I rented a Sega Genesis, and oh. I, just, I just vegged. I sat there. I remember. Exp- my mom couldn't believe that all I wanted to do was sit and play video games. Yeah. I'm like, I party all the time <laughs> back home, back in the Army. I just want to sit here and play these games. Um, our uncle, Jason and our uncle was, he was a pretty well off, uh, I don't know, doctor. I think he was a physician or something. He was, he made a very good money. So he owned like every system. And so when Genesis came out and there was Sonic the Hedgehog, I remember playing that for the first time and it was like being on cocaine. It was, it was amazing. <laughs> and then he had the uh, game gear where it was the color game boy. Like you could play games in color and it was like, I don't ever want to leave his house ever. I even had this Sega where it had the little disc, the little disc on the on the side of it. Remember, it had the little disc player. I think it I did. It didn't last very long, but it was well ahead of its time because now everything's on disc. Right, right. But there was a game. It was like the Matrix. You're just flying through stuff. I mean, I don't know what it was, but it, 
Oh, Star Fox. Like, I remember Star Fox. I want yeah, to say that. <laughs> that's it. It was like, it was like crack cocaine. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing here, but I love it. I want to say Star Fox because that was always fun. Uh, okay. Real quick before we move on, we have one person chime in on Facebook and his name is Gabe. And he said he lists everything. He just didn't go in any particular order. So I'll just read it off and then we can react because oh. I think, I think a lot of us are going to be the same. Well, most of us. Uh, Nintendo, Sega, Super Nintendo, Ninja Turtles, Power Rangers, Goosebumps, Goonies, Pee-wee's Big oh. Adventure, Ghostbusters, Trolls, Troll Dolls, I assume, uh, Pogs, Marbles, Surge, Jolt, 3D Doritos, Kick the Can, Any Sports, and then he says, my four-year-old son and I are participating in almost every one of these things, which I can attest, he's one of my friends, and it is happening. High five. Uh, high five. Yeah, dude, I used to used to drink Surge all the time, and then Jolt, or no, Jolt all the time, and then Surge came out, and I, I really want to find Surge again, because it's out again. Oh, yeah, that's back uh, But I'm not drinking any Amazon. soda. Amazon. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but it's expensive. Uh, 3D Doritos, is I totally really? remember. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I remember 3D Doritos. Those were great. Uh, yeah, Power Rangers, of course. We talked about Goosebumps. Goonies, we'll talk about movies in a bit. Yeah. He hit on a lot of really good ones. He's my age, so makes a lot of sense. Forgot about Ninja Turtles. Definitely, definitely played the Ninja Turtles game too much <laughs> as a kid. Oh, all the time. Like both of them. There were two of them that came out for Nintendo, and then like the arcade one, we played all the time. Uh, yeah, dude, they were hard. They were like ridiculous. Yeah, they weren't easy. We were just getting whooped by them all the time. Which, it's which, like literally, it's like, well, this is not fun. I hated. Go ahead, Dave. I hated when, like, one of the turtles died and you couldn't use use them. I think that was that kind of game where you, you had to use a different one. Like, because I always wanted to use, like, Leonardo or Raphael. And then I'm stuck using, like, Michelangelo and his pointless, pointless, uh, nunchucks. Like, this, this is not helpful. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, I think when I think back about arcade games, the one that really. Rem- Oh, I can't get it out of my head, and I would buy it today. Is Dragon's Lair? Oh yeah, it you was could, so ahead of no. you could so find that. Time. You could find it that was again. So ahead of its time, just because it was continuous animation. It wasn't, mm-hmm. you know, the the bit the. I don't understand the Minecraft phenom. That's I don't either. Right I like retro I games. I, I love the look of eight bit games and stuff like that. But Minecraft, I never understood. But Dragon's Lair was so ahead of its time, where it was like a continuously flowing story game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would buy that. I would. I'd put it in my cage right, right now. They have it for like pretty much every system. Yeah, you can is. totally like, find that. I think you'd get it on yeah. like your iPad or something too. No, I want to buy the actual arcade game <laughs> and pump quarters. Oh God. Uh, okay. Let's let's yeah. Let's move on to uh, let's talk TV shows. Uh, nostalgic TV shows. This is a little harder, I think. I don't know if this is that easy for me. Like, you, you could go to, like, Are You Afraid of the Dark uh, when I was a kid, and cartoons, of course, like Batman the Animated Series for me, and the X-Men cartoon. Uh, for me, Looney Tunes was always was always a big deal on Saturday morning because back then Saturday morning cartoons mattered. Um, I don't know if they do so much anymore because you can watch cartoons at any time. The invention of Cartoon Network, I remember being a big deal. Uh, yeah. Um, what else? I actually, I, I remember there used to be a Friday night show. This is probably this is before both of your times. There was a Friday night show that was hyping hyping the Saturday lineup. 
That's awesome. And oh, used to oh, me and my sister, we'd clamor to watch this. Like, oh my god, this is going to be on Saturday. <laughs> and we we would wake up crack of dawn, yeah, for, for Saturday because you didn't want to miss anything on. Um, I can vividly remember being a child at my grandmother's house, grandma and grandpa's house, spending the the weekend or something or the overnight. And on Saturday morning, wrestling would come on, and it would be like Hulk Hogan and the Junkyard Dog and all these, you know, the old school guys, Macho Man and stuff like that. And this was when I was a kid. Uh, this That sparked the wrestling interest in me, but I never really fully dove in. But I remember watching it every time I was at my grandma's house for some reason. Maybe we didn't have that channel at our house or something. I don't know what it was. From what my mom tells me, and I don't remember this, my uncle... Uh, who's my namesake, he used to come and babysit me, and he would sit and watch wrestling while he babysat me. (laughs) I don't remember this, but I I like to think that that is where my wrestling influences come from. You gave him a DDT, and that's why he's paralyzed? You don't don't remember doing it? I don't remember. (laughs) I mean, I I really wish I could remember, but (laughs) I think that was the earliest influence I had. Um... Yeah, and then I got older and we got cable, and then I remember watching Raw on USA and like being. I remember oh. being a huge Bret Hart fan, uh, and then Shawn Michaels, and then The Undertaker, and yeah. So that's TV. So I had to include that. I can even go way before that. I remember watching WTBS Superstation, NWA wrestling. That was back <laughs> in the Claire. day when, when TBS started at every show at seven oh five. Everything was at oh five. Yeah. Yeah. I distinctly remember it. I was oh. like, wow. Yeah, there we go. We can talk about that for a second. TBS uh, getting out of school watching Saved by the Bell at four oh five every day. Well, there you go. <laughs> Who why is it, why? Why were they oh fives? I can't I remember, remember the reason. I cannot remember the reason. I think it was because it's they like, did news so for five minutes. No, I think they did news for five minutes at the top of the hour. I don't know. Somebody told me that it was because they owned the Braves, so every that could first be. pitch, every first pitch for a baseball game is usually at seven oh five. Yeah, it's either oh five or now it's fifteen. Yeah, um, yeah, that that yeah, you, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, cause, yeah, because now games start at seven fifteen. Right. They have well, they have such a lead-in show. You don't have to worry about that. <laughs> right. There's a half hour or you know, <laughs> forty five minute pregame show for yeah, a baseball exactly. game every single day. Is ridiculous. I love baseball, but come on. Um, okay. Uh, TV. Oh, you know what? I can remember hot summer days in the 80s, and it'd be nighttime. I remember I'd be laying on the floor organizing my baseball cards in my little binder, and Three's Company would be on my TV, and I would just have that on. And I remember the theme song and them running around a zoo, I think, uh, in the credits. And I remember that being on, and that that that, that was part of it. Yeah, that gives me nostalgia because I remember I, that's my first introduction into like sitcoms and really enjoying it while I was playing with my my baseball cards and organizing them. And I remember just being super hot in my bedroom with the window down, and then getting yelled at because the air was on in the other room, and I never felt the air because my room was way in the back, and I had to close my window because the air was on. Oh, <laughs> you're letting the good air you really feel. Stupid parents saving money. What's the matter with you? I want more baseball cards. That's what they used to say. You're letting the good air out. Yeah. yeah we're not cooling off the world. But maybe we should. Global warning. We could have prevented it. By opening our windows with the AC running <laughs> all day long. <laughs> um, 
and then, you know, nostalgia, I can go to Buffy was like the first real show I immersed myself in and became a huge fan of and watched every episode as it aired, you know, um, where I actually cared about something and not just, you know, when it's on, it's on, whatever, you know, like it was destination television for the first time for me. Um, and then the obsession of started with TV shows because <laughs> it continues to this day where I watch too many, uh, check out my article binge watch where I call, talk all about those shows. <laughs> Uh, just finished, just finished Jericho season two and moving on to, uh, Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles, which well, and this is why the, the internet is so awesome that we didn't My have days. this. If you missed a show, you were stuck. Yeah. Uh, so those are some of my TV nostalgia. Oh, JD. JD, you were about to say something. Oh God. No, I just, I love Terminator, Sarah Connor Chronicles. So. Oh yeah. The, my obsession with Lena Headey, Headley, yep. excuse me. And then, uh, also of course, Summer Glau. Oh, Summer. Oh, Summer. The robot I would love to own. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That didn't didn't sound creepy at all. She's a Terminator, so, you know, you probably wouldn't want to own it, but... (laughs) Right. Uh, Anyway, Summer Glow. She's amazing. So, yeah, okay. Uh, Yeah, who wants to go next? JD, Tom, TV? JD, go ahead. Uh, Yeah, so much like you, I really loved... Uh, don't be afraid of the dark. It was horrifying yeah. to me, and it was great. The whole slate of like the... so weird. So okay, yeah. I remember that vaguely with like this girl who could just like do like she just got into like a bunch of weird situations. <laughs> like one photograph that like stole people's soul or something. I remember that. Or the vet one where they were turning everyone into dogs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's like a couple that really stand out to me. Uh. I guess Heroes is super nostalgic for me, too, because mm. I remember I got the first season for Christmas, like, right when it came out, and I watched it in two days. So, that was cool. Heroes? Yes, Heroes. Okay. So, it makes me super excited and hopeful that Heroes Reborn will be a return to greatness. Yeah, so when that music starts and you hear that, that the piano and... Oh, I get chills. Yeah, I bet. Every time. <laughs> All the time I get chills. What else? Um, I remember, I, I gotta go back. Uh, what was, was fun. SNCC at uh, Saturday Night Nickelodeon? Yes. Um, so, you Absolutely. like, Cla- Clarissa explains it all. Uh, Ren and Stimpy was on that. Then Are You Afraid of the Dark <laughs> was on that. And they had, like, a sci-fi show where they, the kids were in space. I can't remember what it was called. Um, but I remember being addicted to that show. I'm looking it up right now. I'm trying to find all these shows I used to watch. Are you afraid of the, uh, Pete and Pete? Uh, I remember loving Pete and Pete. I'm sorry. I'm stealing your time, but uh, I just remembered <laughs> no, all space cases. That was it. Space cases was the show. Um, and then I got too old uh, for Nickelodeon. <laughs> I was going out on what? Saturday nights. Well, who's too old for Nickelodeon? Nick, uh, the SNCC lineup Saturday nights oh, became, Oh, I have a date. Cause I got dared to ask this oh. girl out in seventh grade. In the back of your mind, you're hearing Stimpy, you idiot. <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm wishing, why can't I be on a date with Alex Mack Ooh. from the secret world of Alex Mack <laughs> or one of the girls from all that. Yes, um, all that in the Amanda show, the Amanda and show, my yeah. favorite. And then Degrassi. I never and watched Degrassi. Raw. Oh, Degrassi was so good. Like, Kevin like, Smith talks about it all the time, and so I wonder, is it really that good? No, it's horrible. It's terrible, <laughs> it's but terrible. I loved every minute about it. It's terrible. My daughter it, will watch reruns, and it's, like, so bad. Hmm. And she likes it? 
I don't know if it's just filler or there's mm-hmm. nothing better on. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I love Degrassi. Like it's my life is fairly normal for the most part. So it's like, well, these people' lives aren't. I get mm-hmm. my fair share of drama from from this TV series. So did um did you ever watch? You can't do that on television. Who didn't? Oh, okay. Wait, what was it? You can't do that on television. N- nope. Um, I remember. I remember Alanis Morissette on yep. the show. Yep. Uh, the one of the writers is the producer of like Big Bang Theory. Uh, now, uh, yeah, you can't do that on on television. That was where the sliming came from. Mm-hmm. Every time you said what, I think you got slimed. No, it was I don't know. I don't know. That's it. Yep. And then they did like one liner jokes where they'd come out of the lockers. Uh, yeah. and it was just like a sketch comedy show for kids. Oh, I dug it. Oh, I remember. And it was, dug. and it was totally Canadian. Like it was, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, because you know, Alanis, hello, Canadian. Well, she was the star of it. I mean, I don't think there was a true star, but everybody no. knew she was the one. And I can't remember her being that, that, you know, I, I didn't watch it that closely. I don't yeah, think she was um, not, she was not the Alanis everybody knew. At the time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what was uh, uh, the uh, Barth's Burgers? I remember that being a big deal on that show. Uh, the Slimes, yes. And then Double Dare. The Slime was huge because then Double Dare, yeah, Double Dare just jumped on the Slime. Right. I mean. And then Nickelodeon became all about Slime, like on their, their Nick, Nick Awards or whatever they are. Oh, yeah. Uh, all right. All right, JD. Back to you. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about again? TV shows. Know. You're talking about heroes, oh, and then uh, uh, yes, anything on Nickelodeon that was like a reality show, like Guts, uh, Figure It Out, all that stuff. I loved it. Figure It Out. That had the, the the Olympic chick that that was a swimmer, right? She was the host. Yes, and then Summer and Sanders. I had the Summer biggest Sanders. Oh, yes. I had the biggest oh crush God. on her. Uh, like she, I thought she was gorgeous because she was always wearing skirts and. These are like the puberty years. <laughs> so uh, I, I thought she was amazing. And oh, just wait for it. I have one. Oh, okay. We'll get there. <laughs> uh, yes. Good call, JD. Good call. Uh, yeah. So pretty much anything, anything Nickelodeon. Uh, they had that. A kid. Yeah. They had that arcade game, uh, like game show for kids. Yes. Oh, with Michael Malley. Yeah. Yeah, where you, like, played out a video game. <laughs> yes, what was it? I don't remember. Oh, I'm looking it up. I'll find it. Oh, God. Just type in Mike O'Malley. Oh, that was good. Yeah, Nickelodeon's the best. Whatever happened to it? They had such good reality shows. Nick Arcade. That, that was easy. <laughs> it was oh, just perfect. called Nick Arcade with, uh, uh, was it Mike O'Malley? I don't... I think it was. I'm not seeing his name in here at all. He hosted, I thought, uh, no, Phil Moore hosted Nick Arcade. Mike O'Malley hosted uh, Guts. Yeah, but who, Michael O'Malley also did another one when there was like two pairs of teams. He oh, hosted, let's see, I'm looking up right now. All right. This is just awesome, awesome podcasting. <laughs> uh, he was a panelist on Figure It Out a couple times. Nickelodeon Guts. Uh, he was. He did something else. I'm looking. I'm looking. Oh, I don't see anything. Uh, nothing. Nothing. Like get the picture. Get the picture. He was a host of. It says. Uh, that's it. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah. might, not, mind. might not just be on here, but yeah. Uh, sorry for the silence, people. No, that's okay. Oh, no. Um, we'll deal with it. Okay, so go ahead. Is that it, or you got more? Uh, I think that's about it. That's all I can remember. And then, like, the cartoons, like Rocket Power, mm-hmm. Angry Beavers, all that stuff. <laughs> Angry Beavers, yep. Angry Beavis, Beavers oh, Beavis and Butthead was a big one. Oh, I never watched Beavis and Butthead. Then it rensed at me, kind of scared me. But I did love Ed and Nettie. That was the best. Oh. I never got into that one. My brother watched a lot of Hey Arnold and... Uh, yes, Hey Arnold, I, I loved, Football Head. Yep, I love Doug. Doug was always a favorite of mine. Doug? I love Doug's first movie. That's one of my favorite animated movies ever. One of my favorite movies I watched a bunch of times is... Um, not Animaniacs. What was the Looney Tunes? There's another one. Like, it was Animaniacs, but there was something before it. Looney Tunes go to Hollywood or something. I don't know. It was like their summer vacation or something. Um, I watched that a bunch of times. It was like a direct, it was like a movie event. I like WB kids or something. I remember watching it a bunch. Anyway. All right, Tom. Oh man, I can go way back. Nostalgia. My, one of my favorite shows of all time to this day is happy days. Oh yeah. My, yeah. My wife wanted my wife, a uh, couple I think it was like two Christmases ago. She almost bought me the entire series and I was like, why didn't you? And she um, said, because the line was too long. You're, you're, oh. t- you're talking to a man who lives in the city where we have a bronze statue of the Fonz. I almost filed for divorce that day. <laughs> I don't blame the you. Line, the line's too long. Really? Come on. Arthur oh. Franz really is like my hero. Hey. I remember when he showed up in Scream. I'm like, what is the Fonz doing in Scream? I know, right? And by the way, just an update. I am now looking up Summer Sander pictures on Google. I'm done. Close that window. There we go. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, yes, Happy Days, because it took place in Wisconsin. Of course. So my, my parents watched it a lot, so that's why I watch it. And uh, Tom, can you sing us the theme song? Do I have to? No. I, last, time, last time I sang, you told me we like you know lost money or something. Wow. I'll, if you want to, you can. You don't have to. I'll save her for the geek out. Okay, there we go. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> Um, and then uh, moving on, I mean, there's there's so so many shows that I love. You know, you talk about early crushes. Oh, Alyssa Milano and Who's the Boss? I'm sorry, <laughs> I had a poster on my wall of Alyssa Milano wearing a okay, forgive me, a New Jersey Devils jersey. Um, but just what she was wearing, <laughs> the way she was wearing it. I mean, yeah. I remember seeing her in Fear, and that was when she was a grown up. Well, that was. Probably would have been around that time, but Alyssa Milano to this day is one of my crushes. Uh, shows moving on. I mean, there was just so many. I mean, of course, the one that sucked me in and got destroyed was Firefly because I was from the day it came mm-hmm. out, I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, V. Remember, I, uh, I said about V. Um, I'm with JD. Heroes, Heroes got me from day one. Yep. I, I, I own every season. Yep, uh, yep. Friday Night Lights is one of my favorites. Oh, Friday okay, Nights is great. All right, here we go. Nostalgia. Just because of what's going on in the media, and this really pisses me off, so I'm going to get it out there. I am a huge, huge Dukes of Hazard fan. Oh. Because I remember sitting on the couch with my grandpa on Friday nights, when the Dukes of Hazzard would come on and he would get up on the edge of his seat during every, every chase scene and he would rub his hands together and be like, oh, 
oh yeah, here we go. Them boys have done it again. And basically, yeah, <laughs> was, yeah. He's like, oh, here we go. And for TV Land to take this off has really, really pissed me off because there's there's good stuff on TV Land, right? Old stuff that, that show. I like. Okay, okay, we're not going to get political. Really, but. I'm not going to get political about it. But for me, I hate that because that the show was never about that. Never, exactly, never about that. And for me, that's for me that's childhood nostalgia. Seeing my grandpa act like that, but I'll get off my soapbox on that. As far as another thing sports related, I remember watching my mom and my aunt would go play bingo with my grandma, and I would sit and watch with my other grandpa. I would sit and watch Cleveland Indian games on. If anybody's listening to this, if you can relate, WUAB channel forty three out of Cleveland. All the lights off, just the game. That's how Grandpa wanted to watch it. And that was, <laughs> to me, so nostalgic. And I think that's what makes me an Indians fan. Even though we suck, that's what brings me back to being mm-hmm. an Indians fan. That's another thing I did um, when I was organizing baseball cards is watch the Brewers on one of our local channels and uh, in the hot, hot heat. Wasting the good air. That's right. Wasting um, the good air. Kind of to bridge the gap to movies, well, I want to talk about sports for a second because there's moments in sports that are nostalgic for me, and that's the old baseball stadium when I was in Little League going to games there and just feeling so free because our parents weren't there, our coaches were, and we could just walk around the stadium wherever we wanted and mm-hmm. walking to the bullpen where there was just a, a like a, a, a fence between you and the pitchers. And you're just talking, like you're, you're jeering the old the, the, home, the away team, like, you guys suck, and... You get to the the home team and you're like, "Can I get your autograph?" And they're just ignoring you. <laughs> um, but you stood a better chance of getting free tickets to the next game from the opposing team players. Yep, yeah, for that sure. was the, that was the weirdest part. Uh, okay, let's uh, let's jump into movies because we're rapidly running out of time. And I mean, we could talk too about like toys, like. Just action figures and stuff. So we'll come. There you go. Yeah, and Gabe brought up troll dolls and oh, pogs G- and GI Joe was my thing. GI Joe. I used to have for whatever reason. I loved this uh, Commando action figure I had of Arnold Schwarzenegger because it had like this real big knife and uh, it was awesome. Even though I never watched the movie, <laughs> I think <laughs> so, I still have a. I think I still have a box upstairs. I gave them to my son, but I believe he still has them up in the room. About a hundred G.I. Joe figures, probably that's, in that box. That's nuts. Uh, okay, so movies. Uh, nostalgic movies. For me, I can still watch, like, Goonies. I can watch mm-hmm. uh, Indiana Jones, uh, any of the, the first three. I can throw them on and feel like a kid again. Jurassic Park, obviously, takes me back to a certain spot. Star Wars, especially Return of the Jedi, because that was the, actually the first one I ever saw. Um, and that I remember seeing, I should say. Um it's this movies is tough because there's so many that I remember. Yeah. Uh, like I can remember going to drive in theaters back in the day. And I remember seeing oh, like yeah. a arachnophobia and double features. So I, we would see it was arach- always a double. It's always yep. a double feature. Yeah. Yeah. Because as the sun's going down, you're watching one. And then there was a, a more adult one right after, like maybe I really, think, I really think the drive in is a lost art. I it's, really think they're missing out on the, on a big money thing right here. Oh, I love it. There's like a drive-in like an hour away from my house that I go to sometimes. <laughs> yeah, we have we have one here. It's probably so about we, an hour away from me down up in South Carolina. 
It's called the Big Mo, and man, I, people were always talking about going to it. It's those were the best times like going to a movie there and like turning. Now you could turn your radio on and it's on a certain station, but you had the little speaker that used to put in the window, and like we or oh, we'd yeah. we'd sit outside the car in lawn chairs to it sometimes. Yeah, and or if you had a pickup truck, you backed it backed in. Backed it in. Yep. You had, yeah. Yep. Uh, I remember people like joking around about sneaking people in through their trunks because uh, mm. <laughs> he paid by the per- every person in the car. Yeah. Um, yeah. The movie I saw to drive in was Gremlins. I remember seeing Oh, Gremlins, Gremlins is another good one. Yeah. Yes. Um, but I saw Arachnophobia and Die Hard with a Vengeance at the drive in. And oh, just such good times. Like the, the even the, the little let's go to the lobby thing where there's uh-huh. some animated hot dogs and juju bees were dancing around telling you to go get some food. We're gonna we gotta sing that tomorrow night. <laughs> right. Oh no. I don't know that song. Uh oh. you will never forget it after Come on. <laughs> um but yeah just I remember uh, now this isn't a drive in this is like a birthday party where we all went and saw a movie and again this is more like a freedom thing because we're getting older and it was Back to the Future two came out and they gave you a free pair of sunglasses when you walked in. And I remember almost peeing my pants because I didn't want to leave the theater to because I wanted to watch the whole movie. Um, so that's 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 a nostalgic thing for me. Almost peeing my pants watching Back to the Future too. Uh, so all right, that's that's enough for me. Where are you at, JD? <laughs> uh, okay, so a lot of my nostalgia have to do with horror, which is really weird considering. I started watching horror movies at like the age of nine and it messed me up for life. Well, I'm right there uh, with you. Me and Jason used to all the time when we were kids. How long have you known Jason for like your whole life? We're the same age. You were six months apart. So we grew up together. Okay. Got it. But yeah, uh, the scream series, my dad introduced to me like, nice. like seven. So yeah, starting me young. Uh, the first Friday the 13th gave me nightmares for literally a week. <laughs> Of course. I was so afraid the one scene where she stabbed the guy through the cot mm-hmm. horrified me. I thought someone was going to stab me through the bottom of my bed. Of course. Every night yeah. for like a month. <laughs> That's legit. Um, that is legit. <laughs> yep. All the nightmares on Elm Street gave oh. me just like horrifying. Oh. I was everything. so so afraid of that that the the Fresh Prince song Nightmare on My Street scared me. Seriously, like one, two, J- Fred's yep. coming for yeah. you just horrified me. Have Please you ever God, let it be over? Yeah. Have you do, do either of you know what I'm talking about? The Fresh Prince uh, of Bel Air, oh, or Fresh oh, Prince yeah. uh, DJ Jazz and Fresh DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince uh, Night Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, I uh, we'll play it maybe during the I, geek out tomorrow. Um, I, I clearly, right. JD JD cannot watch girls do hopscotch because that was in there too. That was in there. Yeah. Yep. Also, hopscotch. Like I <laughs> in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh dear God. Um, Somebody's gonna kill me. Honestly, okay. honestly the, though, the new one. Sorry, <laughs> the new one where one of the guys dying and Freddie was like, "By the way, your brain can still feel pain mm-hmm. seven minutes after your heart stops beating." Freaked me the heck out. <laughs> I was like, if I would have known that when I was a kid, I would have never slept. Uh, I stayed awake. It terrified me of of sex. That movie because. Are all scary movies because it always seemed like when you have sex, that's when you're going to die. Well, that's um, based off, you know, Scream. That's what the well, guy that's, says. That's the, yeah, the cliche that they, they wrapped into that, you know, the virgins <laughs> always I, live. I, I can relate to the Nightmare on Elm Street thing because I was, I was, I remember watching it with my dad and my sister, and he kept asking me, he was like, are because I, I did not like scary movies at all. Mm-hmm. And he's like, are you okay with this? Yeah, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. And I go to go to bed that night. 
and I'm not okay. <laughs> right. Of course not. <laughs> like, no. And I remember it was during the Olympics. I think I remember staying up and watching every Olympic event that night. I'm like, no, I'm not going to sleep ever. Oh, man. Scary. Oh, you know what? Jaws. Jaws is a big nostalgia yes. movie for me. Never, it never, Jaws really never got me in the scary. Oh, it never scared me, but I always loved watching it. I'm a, I, yeah. As far back as I can remember, I've been so interested in sharks. Like, the invention of Shark Week was the greatest thing ever for me. Um, I made my like I made my dad get, get Discovery Channel because it didn't come with our cable at the time. Like, we have to get it. I need to watch Shark Week. And then he went. He had, like, a pneumonia one year during Shark Week, and I didn't want to go to the hospital to see him. Like, Shark Week is on. He'll be there later. <laughs> He'll understand. Right. He, he, he gets it. <laughs> oh, back when you had to go to the hospital for pneumonia. He's my great, he's my great white. He knows. <laughs> right. Right, uh, so Jaws always has a special place in my heart because I just I've always loved and been terrified of the of sharks, and we just talked about this today. The deep, like the water, the ocean is terrifying to me. I do not like the ocean. I will swim in a pool all day long, but no, I like to see what I'm swimming with. Oh, knowing that anything could be below me, like there's there's a point where it just drops and there's no land. No, I'm out. I went on, I went on a cruise for my honeymoon, and we were in. Grand Camus, and I think I was on a jet ski out in the middle of the water, and I was looking like way in the distance, and I could see like a tornado in the water, which I'm thinking, this is pretty damn cool. And I looked down, and something really big went under me. It didn't take but two seconds. Right back in the shore, turn turn the jet ski back in, I'm done. I don't care. I I realized something was under me. I'm done. Yeah. Totally, totally agree. Totally. Uh, all right, continue. Who uh, do you have any more, uh, JD? I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. Movies, movies. Oh, movies. Oh God, Jaws definitely another big one for me too. Like a lot of like really scary ones. Uh, what else? ET defined. Oh yes, good one. Well. Good one. All right, let me let me let me divulge something. ET to you guys. loved it. Just just close personal. I have never seen E.T. Whoa. Wait. Oh, Seriously. J.D., do you know, do you know the... Not, Tom. Not Tom. I've never watched E.T. J.D., do you know the full title of that movie? Uh, E.T. the Extraterrestrial? Yes. And it actually was E.T. the Extraterrestrial and His Adventures on Earth, I think, was it was the name of it at one point, too. Because I, I remember I saw... I saw... I didn't see the original when it came out, but I saw, like, the... the remastered. Like a remake when it came to theaters. Remastered, yeah. I saw the yeah. remaster. Yeah. When I was a kid, so... Um, I haven't seen that like since a, I was... I have never seen it. I haven't seen it since I was That's a kid. crazy, I think, Tom. I think, like, we're gonna have JD start soon with the Star Wars. I think Tom needs to watch E.T. and then write a review on it. Yeah. Oh, dude, I, it's coming... When does Star Wars come out, anyway? December, like, 17th. Oh, I still I still have until November. We're good. Right, right. Well, <laughs> I got... Hurry up. I got hurry you. Up. We're gonna I heard J.J. Abrams trying to push it to November. You know, your clock's ticking. Um, really? Is he really? Yeah. I, I didn't hear that either, but... Yeah. Um... Uh. Close Encounters of the Third Kind is another one for me, Hmm. uh, which kind of springs off of E.T. I'm trying to... I don't think I've ever seen that at all. Um, E.T. is in a Star Wars movie, by the way. There's a race of E.T.'s. Yoda? Mm -hmm. No, no. They're in in one of the the first three. They they just pass by. Uh, You'd have have to really be paying attention to see them. Yeah, so not me then. 
No. <laughs> Once you watch the movie, I'll show you a picture of it, like a still. All right. Got um, it. So, okay. All right. Uh, let's, Tom, let's go to you, and then we're going to close out the episode. Uh, one of my favorite movies, I don't even know if you guys know about it, is called The Warriors. <laughs> yes. Oh. That's the... That's Every like time the, I watch it. It's a street gang. Yeah, yeah I've never... Dude, you're going to be mad at me. I've never seen it, but I know what it is. Oh, I've well, never seen it either. Need, I've also know what it both is. Both need to watch it. <laughs> oh, so we need to watch it, but you're not going to watch ET. Yeah, if I've been tasked to watch it, I will watch it. Are you are you were just tasked? Thank you. And now you've been tasked to watch the Warriors. Damn it! But it seems so dated. That one's a hard one. It for is. Me. It is very dated, yeah. but it is very awesome. All right, I'll give it a shot. Uh, um, they, they made a game of it recently, from, a video game. Uh, from a nostalgia stake, I remember that wasn't recently. That was like ten years ago, Dave. <laughs> It felt. It feels like yesterday. <laughs> I never played it either. So I remember uh, this is this is kind of really cool. The way we used to do things in my house, we would have like family movie night. We'd go to the video store, which those of you who don't know what that is, look it up. And that was one, sorry, JD. That was exact, almost exactly ten years ago, two thousand five. Oh yes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. We would go to the video store. We would. I think like each of us would pick out movies. We go home. We get like the family box of chicken. <laughs> yeah, churches. We'd lay a blanket out on the floor and we would watch movies. And I remember this is so distinct because it was when Predator come out on on video, and it was Errol's Video was the name of the place. And <laughs> when you would always go in there and ask for, hey, do you have this? Do you have this? And they're like, oh, when the new releases come in, we're gonna drop them in this bin. So everybody's hovering around this bin like somebody's dropping money. There, I, was, I, I just I wanted I wanted to see Predator. I had seen it on the previews, so I'm just, I'm hovering around, hovering around. They dropped these movies, and it was like I just jackpotted, reached in and grabbed Predator, the only one that got dropped. What? And everybody's looking That's at me crazy. like 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 again like I just stole money and my dad's <laughs> look my dad's looking at me like yeah boy yeah nice it, it just sticks with me because you? oh my god I had to have been maybe twelve this is Predator the original yes. Predator right yeah I figured not the new one I mean I have to rem- I have to go back and look well, it at came the- out in eighty seven. So that would have made me. That's in theaters. Thir- I would have been 13 at the time. Okay. And I snagged my hand in there and I grabbed this tape out. Uh, tape, for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about. VHS. V- <laughs> VHS. And my dad looks at me and he's just smiling. And I'm, he's like, How'd you get that? And I'm like, I don't know, but I got it. <laughs> and it was so awesome because we went and watched, went back home and watched it. And it was, that to me is one of the most nostalgic events. Of my life because my dad was not very approving of a lot of things, but mm-hmm. for me to basically steal this movie from all these people standing there watching, nice was huge. Yeah, I like it. That's a good story. Um, Independence Day was a big one for me too. Uh, I got to see a, like a sneak peek screening of it in my small little town, and I just remember how great the Dolby sounded. Like I can still feel the bass of the Dolby when the plane or the the ship flies overhead. I watched it time. when I, I watched it when I was stationed out in Guam, and it was weird because in the middle of the the movie, the power went out. Oh, the aliens are oh. here. 
and that's that's what everybody was that, that's everybody was freaking out like oh my god it's real it's real <laughs> that's awesome um all right tom do you have any more um no i mean just you know kind of the modern things that i watching with my kids if you say twilight i'm gonna punch you but it is it's very nostalgic for me <laughs> okay that's fine but we've we've moved on to other things that's good that's good. Um, and I, actually, with me and my son, uh, one of the first movies I ever took him to, uh, it's a it's a cartoon movie, was called Titan A.E. Oh, sure. I remember that. Uh, Joss uh, Whedon wrote that. Yeah, it's a great movie. It was, it was awesome. I think it was, uh, he'll probably remember it. It was the first movie I ever took him to in the theater. And it was awesome. Um, Matt Damon was the main voice, I think. Yep. Yeah, I remember that movie very well. Uh, I don't think Joss wrote the movie. He helped write it. Like he did touch up on it. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah. I but see, I, I have kids. I have different reasons for. Oh, abs- absolutely. It, so. Totally makes sense. Um, I also should say real quick, Aladdin and um, was there another one? No, it was Aladdin. Was my first date ever, so I can oh. remember. I remember that vividly. And then Mrs. Doubtfire was another one, and I hated that movie because I hated the girl that I went on the date with. Uh, so what? you know, Robin Robin Williams, <laughs> rest in peace. I did not like that movie because it's attached to a very bad memory. What? Um, and then uh, there's also movies that I attached to, like you know, like uh, an ex girlfriend. Those experiences where you saw them with her, and it's like the breakup was tough. So it's like, those movies are hard to watch. <laughs> so like Bruce, Bruce almighty. We saw together and I still love that movie, but it's hard to watch. But then I took her to like the second matrix movie and nearly ended our relationship at that point. Cause I chose the movie. Well, there's gotta uh, be other movies where you have a great experience to well, remember. Sure. So. Bruce almighty is what the one. Cause that was our first date and it was a great movie. Um, but yeah, there's other experiences. Music too is huge. We didn't talk about music tonight, yes. but music is a big one. And we'll we'll come back and we'll talk music and we'll talk toys and uh, yeah, we can do another show off music. Of this. Music I mean, for me has like the most nostalgia because I Absolutely. can like pin, I can pin a certain song to a certain person, like yep. a certain ex or like a certain friend. Mm-hmm. Like every yeah. song I know can be pinned to someone, right? And it's crazy. And so, did you hear the way? Did you hear the way JD said X? It's like he's oh, <laughs> it to my X. Uh, oh, the same. Stop. I can't. I hate listening to Avicii because the, of my I ex. Will pull the sword I hate it. From my heart. It's funny. My ex, the same ex, the Bruce Almighty ex. She's she's an ex fiance actually. Um, was uh, the the song "I Hate Everything About You" by uh, uh, Three Days Grace. Like that song was big at that time of our breakup. That helped me through a lot. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we'll talk music next time. We'll do another one of these and hopefully we'll get the other guys to chime in and we can get their, their nostalgic moments and then be on the lookout for Jason's article on the website. That's coming up soon. Uh, hopefully, uh, we'll have a new, uh, Bunsen burner up soon, uh, from, from science geek JD. I'll give you another week off since you're on vacation. Um, Hopefully those will be coming back every week. Um, What else? Oh, dude. Why is Steve Irwin's wife or not wife daughter, a trending topic because she has a boyfriend. Why? Because she's kind of hot because she's Irwin wouldn't approve of him. He doesn't like animals. She's come on. She's 16 years old. Does not like animles. You're right. right. Tom, (laughs) 
Anyway, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, you can follow us on Twitter at Atomic Geekdom. You can follow JD at J Freaking D. There it is. Tom Tom is at Skids underscore World. And you can let us know if you agreed or disagreed with any of our nostalgic moments up on Twitter. You can hit us up on email if there's anything you want to suggest to us. Info at AtomicGeekdom.com. And actually, I'll give you guys some homework here in a second, listeners, to help us out. Uh, I want you to send it to that email, info at AtomicGeekdom.com, because just announced we are going to do the first ever Atomic Geekdom Awards show. Yay! Wow, that was amazing. That was amazingly done, you two. And not at all scripted or choreographed. It actually wasn't. That was Uh, just... Um, Perfect. what's going to, what's going to happen over the next couple of months? Cause it's, we're going to do this in December at the end of the year. Unfortunately, movies probably like star Wars aren't going to be included in the 2015 edition, but you know, we got to give people time to see it before they can vote on it being best movie of the year or whatever we're going to do. If it's that awesome, it might be. Sure. Yeah. And we're going to aim for this to come out and be, you know, announced at the end of the year, like it should be. Uh, maybe just after the first of the year, we'll do this as kind of like a year end wrap up, but yes, the atomic geekdom awards, what's going to be kind of cool is we're going to let you guys all vote. Uh, once we have all the categories and nominees together, we'll go to Twitter, Facebook, and the website, and you can vote there, uh, on who wins what, like best hero, best villain, best comic book movie, best comic book TV show, best TV show, best whatever, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll sort through the categories and there'll be a lot of fun too. And what uh, I plan on doing is getting some some guests to come on and announce the winners, or maybe accept the awards for the winners, and we'll have a little fun with it. Um, I know, awesome. I know, we're gonna get Matt and Justin from Two Bro Geeks for sure to help out, um, and we'll go from there. It'll be a lot of fun, and we'll make it a big a big event, and perhaps we'll make a commercial for it on YouTube. We'll see. Uh, you know, we're gonna branch out soon. We should um, all dress up in suit and ties and have videos of ourselves. I, dude, and you're be you're like the real thing. You're right on cue with me here. Uh, this is that was how was I envisioned, envisioned it. But we're gonna have a lot of fun with it, and we want you guys to enjoy <laughs> enjoy this as well. Have a lot of fun. So, info at atomicgeekdom dot uh, If you want to send us your nominations, your ideas for categories. Uh, you know, if there's some really good stuff sent in, I will send you a free t-shirt. So, uh, start submitting that stuff now. Again, we'll announce it as we get closer. We got to kind of put this together. This is just kind of coming together this week. So stay on, on the lookout for that. We'll keep announcing it during the podcast, but yes, the first Atomic Kingdom Awards, uh, ceremony slash show will be, uh, at the end of the year, beginning of 2016. So yes, I'm very excited to announce that should be a lot of fun. Everybody um, likes free swag. Yes. Heck yeah. And we're going to do a, a pretty big giveaway soon involving a, uh, like a, like a statue type action figure thing. So a date with JD. We're going to give that away. <laughs> oh, right. No. <laughs> and JD says no. So the date is now, ah. with, the date is now with Tom. Sorry. We'll say a date with <laughs> Maybe. Kyle. We'll a think about Kyle. it. A date with Kyle. Yes. His we'll fiance. I'm sure would love that. Kyle, the engaged one out of us. Right. That means we, that, well, I was going to say, that means we can change the date whenever we want to. <laughs> exactly. Ooh, uh, weird. Ooh. <laughs> um, okay, so that's it for us. Tom, JD, thanks for joining us. Uh, joining you. joining me. <laughs> and the voice and the voices in my head, apparently. Yeah, to say. 
Uh, all right, that's it for this week. We will see you guys all next week. Bye.